You're a force wielder. But you're not a Jedi. Wielder? Hmm. Jedi and Sith, the light and the dark. I'm the one in the middle, middle, middle. in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern-day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It greatly helps out the show, and it's much appreciated. Also, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Conspiracy underscore Kyle, and that's Conspiracy with a K. Also, follow me on YouTube at Conspiracy Kyle, once again with a K. Now on to the show. This episode is titled The Gray Jedi, Star Wars Libertarians. One concept that was very popular in the expanded Star Wars universe prior to the Disney purchase was the concept of the Grey Jedi. So what exactly is a Grey Jedi? Well, think about it visually. If you had black paint and white paint, you would get a shade of grey if you combine them together. In the Star Wars universe, a Grey Jedi is someone who has adopted certain traits of both the light and dark sides of the Force and applies the Force knowledge of both to affect their world. An important tenet of being a great Jedi is their non-subscription to the dogmatic views of the Jedi and the Sith, and their specific rules, regulations, and hierarchies that govern them. However, that does not mean that there's no order within the great Jedi, quite the contrary. Let's examine the code of the great Jedi, and how it compares to the codes of the Jedi and the Sith. I'll be honest, I was never aware of the specific language within these codes before I did my research for this episode. But if you've read the novel 1984, you may hear some shades of the Insoc tenets within these. Let's start with the Jedi Code. Quote, There is no motion. There is peace. There is no ignorance. There is knowledge. There is no passion. There is serenity. There is no chaos, there is harmony. There is no death, there is the force." Unquote. Under this Jedi Code, you can see how their goal is to abide by the force by taking any emotion out of the equation. You see that clearly in the prequels where Anakin is told that attachment is forbidden, almost as if the Jedi Order were a sort of religious monks cutting themselves away from the galaxy at large. This is in sharp contrast to the Sith Code. Here's the Sith Code. Quote, Peace is a lie. There is only passion. Through passion, I gain strength. Through strength, I gain power. 
Through power, I gain victory. Through victory, my chains are broken. The force shall free me. Unquote. So the Sith Code is essentially an inverted Jedi Code. More emphasis on passion and emotion. And the Sith Code also focused wholly on oneself, not a collective group like the Jedi. In the Sith Code, you see words like I, my, me. None of these are present in the Jedi Code. Interesting side note, the writer of the Sith Code was David Guider, who worked on the Knights of the Old Republic series for LucasArts. He had actually used Hitler's Mein Kampf as a partial inspiration for the Sith Code, in addition to the obvious reversals of the wording from the Jedi Code. A few examples parallels from Mein Kampf that tie back to the Sith Code here. Quote, It is not the truth that matters, but victory. Obstacles do not exist to be surrendered to, but only to be broken. The strongest man is mightiest alone. Unquote. Now let's look at the Grey Code. Note, there are several different versions of this code floating around the Star Wars fandom, but the basic tenets are the same. Quote, Flowing through all, there is balance. There is no peace without a passion to create. There is no passion without peace to guide. Knowledge stagnates without the strength to act. Power blinds without the serenity to see. There is freedom in life, there is purpose in death. The force is all things, and I am the force." Unquote. You can see the marriage of a few words from the Jedi and Sith Code within the Grey Code, namely peace and passion. To the Grey Jedi, these are both essential and can work in tandem to accomplish your goals. Another set is knowledge and strength, and yet another is power and serenity. However, you can see a bit more of a light side lean when the code discusses death. To the Jedi and the Grey, death is not something to be feared. It is more or less the next step in their consciousness. To the Sith, death is the end. There is nothing left. Almost seems like an atheist point of view if you think about it. Which is why ultimate power in life is so important to them. So who are some examples of Grey Jedi in Star Wars? Well, while this topic has never been explicitly referenced, in the visual canon of the TV shows and films, there does seem to be some alignment with the actions and principles of the Grey Jedi with a few popular characters. The first we'll discuss is Jedi Master Qui-Gon Jinn. While he was part of the Jedi Order, he constantly butted heads with the Jedi Council on various issues and he himself was never admitted to be on the Jedi Council due to his lack of strict adherence to the Jedi Code. Many talked about him behind his back, calling him a great Jedi. In The Phantom Menace, you see Qui-Gon use the Force to alter a game of chance to his advantage, which ultimately helps him free Anakin Skywalker from slavery. This would likely have been against the Jedi Code, but he knew that it was the right thing to do in that situation. Another great Jedi-like character is Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka was a Padawan to Anakin Skywalker during the Clone Wars conflict. She has recently reappeared in the Mandalorian series and will be starring in a future live-action series about her as well. Towards the end of the Clone Wars, she was falsely accused of a plot to bomb the Jedi Temple by the Jedi Council, 
and was subsequently kicked out of the Jedi Order. She was able to clear her name, to which the Jedi then invited her back into the Order, but she refused. Here's a clip from that Clone Wars episode. Why are you doing this? The Council didn't trust me, so how can I trust myself? I can't stay here any longer. Not now. The Jedi Order is your life. You can't just throw it away like this. Ahsoka, you are making a mistake. Maybe. But I have to sort this out on my own. Without the Council. And without you. So after this, she lived her life as a sort of gray Jedi, and was able to evade the Order 66 plot to destroy the Jedi by Palpatine. She comes to find out that her former master Anakin is now Darth Vader, and she confronts him in an epic duel in the animated series Star Wars Rebels. In the lead up to this duel, she reiterates her abstinence from the Jedi Order. Here's a clip. I was beginning to believe I knew who you were behind that mask, but it's impossible. My master could never be as vile as you. Anakin Skywalker was weak. I destroyed him. Then I will avenge his death. Revenge is not the Jedi way. I am no Jedi. Someone else who was the closest embodiment of a Grey was a creature called the Bendu from the Star Wars Rebels series. The clip at the top of this episode about being the one in the middle was from the Bendu. He was a large, probably 40 foot tall creature that existed to do the will of the Force and mostly abstain from any external conflict. The Rebels crew encounters him and they ask his advice about a Sith artifact they found to which Bendu waxes poetic about objects in general and about how both good and bad intentions can lead to evil. Here's the quote. An object cannot make you good or evil. The temptation of power, forbidden knowledge, even the desire to do good can lead some down that path. But only you can change yourself. Some would even say that Luke Skywalker could be considered a gray character. Think about his appearance at the beginning of Return of the Jedi as he enters Jabba's palace. He is clothed head to toe in all black, and one of his first moves is to choke out a palace guard. This is in drastic opposition to his actions in all the previous films. And at the end of the movie, you do see Luke tapping into some dark side abilities to strike down Vader though he does stop himself before he goes too far. And then there's The Last Jedi. Lucas cut himself off from the Force, as he has now believed that the Jedi Order itself was responsible for the rise of the Empire in their arrogance and misuse of the Force. Here's Luke. The Jedi are romanticized, deified. If you strip away the myth and look at their deeds, 
legacy of the Jedi is failure. Hypocrisy, hubris. At the height of their powers, they allowed Darth Sidious to rise, create the Empire, and wipe them out. It was a Jedi Master who was responsible for the training and creation of Darth Vader. It's time for the Jedi to end. So with all this being said, in my estimation, the Great Jedi seem to have a lot in common with the Libertarian Party in the U.S. political system. To summarize, Libertarian views could be construed as a mashup of a few conservative and liberal points of views on certain topics. Now mind you, I'm not an expert on Libertarianism, so I invite any comments or feedback on if the assessment I'm making is accurate from the limited research and knowledge I've done. A few key phrases I've seen associated with the Libertarian doctrine is social tolerance and fiscal responsibility. As we know, the left thrives on social issues, and the right strives to be fiscally responsible. Well, sometimes. Definitely not fiscally responsible when it comes to things like the war on terror. Here's Ron Paul taking it to the right on this. I served five years in the military. I've had a little experience. I've spent a little bit of time over in the Pakistan, Afghanistan area, as well as in Iran. But I wouldn't wait for my generals. I'm the commander-in-chief. I make the decisions. I tell the generals what to do, and I'd bring them home as quickly as possible, and I'd get them out of Iraq as well, and I wouldn't start a war in Libya. I'd quit bombing Yemen, and I'd quit bombing Pakistan. I'd start taking care of people here at home because we could save hundreds of billions of dollars. And on the flip side, here's Ron Paul talking about the rights of citizens and economic freedoms, which is somewhat against the left's M.O. Why should you have two sets of rules? One, prior restraint on every economic matter, but I'm not allowed to have prior restraint on your TV program. It's the same principle. No, 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 Congressman, look, the First Amendment is different. We all appreciate that. Speech is something sacrosanct. we, We, as freedom lovers, don't see the difference. We believe that individuals' property rights are the same as speech rights. You can't have two kinds of rights. This is what happened. But you endorse the status quo of all the conservative and liberal arguments today because you think there's economic rights over here and political rights over here. Here's a few other delineations between libertarianism and conservatives and liberals. Libertarians believe in the right to bear arms, as do conservatives, but liberals want guns banned. Libertarians also believe in the separation of church and state, as do liberals, while conservatives do not. This is especially relevant when talking about the Jedi Council in Star Wars. The idea that the Jedi Council and those following the Jedi doctrines were being used as soldiers in the Galactic Republic military was one of the many reasons that caused the Republic to fall. The Jedi should have stuck to their study of the Force, not warfare. And a final difference in libertarianism is that the government should not interfere with personal freedoms and choices. Honestly, both liberals and conservatives would advocate for more government intervention in situations that would suit their agendas. 
Here's a quote from Penn Jillette, a card-carrying libertarian and half of the famous Penn and Teller magic duo, talking about these personal freedoms. In every problem you come up with, I would like to have one of the first questions to be, is it possible we can solve this with more freedom instead of less? Is that possible? And sometimes the answer is going to be no. You know, if, if someone is committing a rape, you know, if someone is killing someone and you're a police person and you have a gun and they are holding a gun to someone's head like this and they're going to pull the trigger, you might not be able to solve that problem with more freedom to that person. You know, uh, if, if a country is attacking ours and actually changing our way of life, you may not be able to solve that with more freedom to the other side. But uh, teen use of tobacco, <laughs> uh, television shows we don't like, um, libraries, at least consider the possibility of going with more freedom. So in closing... I don't necessarily consider myself a libertarian, though I agree with some of their ideologies. I'm surely not a liberal, as I'm opposed to many of their stances. And I'm not sure if I consider myself a Republican anymore. I've been a Republican voter since I was able to in the early 2000s, but the more and more I research, the more and more I'm realizing that selecting one of these two main opposing factions as your, quote, team is more of a distraction than if you were to have a greater understanding of the larger game that's being played at a higher level. To quote the movie War Games, the only way to win is not to play. And that's where I'm at right now. But I reserve the right to change my opinion as I gather more facts and evidence and do more research. But I do welcome anyone's opinions on this, so feel free to reach out to me on social media on your thoughts on libertarianism and its place in the political system. Does it belong? Does it make sense? Will it ever truly be a force in U.S. politics to rival the other two factions? And also, what do you think about the concept of the Grey Jedi? Do you think they should expand on this more in the future? Or do you prefer your Star Wars as more pure black and white? It's a great debate to have. Nevertheless, thanks for tuning in, and may the Force be with you.